Is it recording? It is now rolling. We've um, got cables. We've got wires. We got a podcast. It's on fire. I I think I hit a new Saturday Night Live milestone because because because. What are you talking about? <laughs> so Kate McKinnon, her last show was last night. And I remember her very first sketch. I remember it was, she was playing Penelope Cruz. She was doing a Penelope Cruz impression, doing a, a shampoo commercial. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she was she wearing like- pronounce the ingredients? Yeah. She was wearing, she was sitting on a couch. With was, Sofia Vergara. Yes, yes. Yeah, I was like, I know it wasn't Penelope Cruz, but she was doing that impression with someone yep. else. And she was in like a purple or bluish dress and- so now she captured her hearts. Yeah, because I knew she was a new cast member, so I knew and I knew it was her very first sketch. Mm-hmm. So there's always a little bit of like cringiness, like, oh, is it gonna work? It's her first time. Yep. Like uh, it's kind of nerve wracking if you know that. But I remember it being so funny. I was like, Oh my god. She's one what of are the all time greats. Yeah. She's one of the all time greats. But now, like in twenty years when I'm talking to youths about Saturday Night Live, I'll be able to have one of those stories. Like I remember the first time, Kate McKinnon. Damn it, why aren't you old? It's very exciting for me. So I'm, I'm talking about it so I don't forget it. Hopefully I'll remember because I'm talking about it. Mm-hmm. I think she's up there with Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader and Chris Farley and Phil Hartman. Yeah, and all the she's got to be. It's, it's not Pete Davidson. I love Pete Davidson. He has his, his yeah, value, but I'm not, not on that show. Him. No. I'll miss Aidy Bryant. I don't remember her first sketch. Oh, I love Aidy. Yeah. I don't remember what her very first one was. We'll have to go back and look and see if we can find it. It's so funny. Um, But yeah, I thought that was a cool moment. I remember. That's very cool. Yeah. That's really cool. You know what else is cool? Well. It's a beautiful day here at the C2R Hype House. <laughs> content is pumping. The content economy is still strong. <laughs> I know the rest of the market sucks. Um, we've sent our in, our uh, our interns overseas to scout out locations for C2R content farms. Uh, we're expanding because what are we? We're a mom and pop, yeah, small business, right? It's and time I want to go global. Time to go global, and I want to <laughs> salute all the other small businesses out there, no matter how old they are. It's never too late when they are founded. Listen, people everywhere, oh na na na, hey, get together if you dare. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? Babysitter's Club. <laughs> That's how most of our listeners respond to this podcast. Yeah. It's not belly laughs, it's... <laughs> hey, Angie and Jeff, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? I got a movie in my head. You want to see it? Yeah.
Yes, hi, hello, and welcome to Cruel to Rewind, the world's greatest, most exclusive underground Chicago-based movie podcast. I'm Jeff Jones, a.k.a. Prince Jeffrey, a.k.a. your absentee podfather. I'm Angie. Uh, riff on your name if you want. I don't want to, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're also known as Queen Bees. Yeah. I like it when Mark Marin says it more than me. You didn't say it. Oh, I forgot. I wrote it on the paper. Oh, yeah. That that personality is like bleeding out into other areas. I I came across all this bee themed kitchen stuff. And yeah. It kind of matches our like yellow and gray color. So uh-huh. I have I have a dish towel that says Queen Bees, like you know, as in a bee plural bee. Yeah, I think it's what they call in the British Isles a tea towel. Tea towel. Yes. yes thank yes, you. Yes. yes. It's one. It's you, you don't use it. You if don't you wipe use your it. if you wipe your dirty dish hands on it i will kill you You wipe earl gray from the corners of your mouth then (laughs) so what are we doing here what is this uh on c2r or cruel to rewind we take turns showing each other our favorite movies for the first time and possibly the last it's a source of much vulnerability have you ever shared a favorite movie with your spouse and they didn't like it and they hated it fucking thing sucks that's kind of the basis of this podcast um, at the end of the movie, we decide if these movies are cool or cruel to rewind. What will the verdict be for today's movie? You'll have to keep listening to find out. But first things first, um, I've been doing a lot of market research. Uh-huh. I actually hired a marketing firm. I didn't tell you about that. Oh. But you're going to see the charge on the credit card. Oh, all right. Sorry. Um, it's okay. And just just for, from an SEO standpoint, from like searchability and like rankings, uh-huh. we have to change the name of the podcast. Oh, Okay. What's it gonna be? I, cruel to rewind isn't working. Why? It just from an S, that number two, <laughs> uh, young kids see it and they don't like it. What, bro? What are you talking about, man? Oh, stupid. Kids hate numbers. Buttholes. Yeah, they're a bunch of buttholes. I hate them all. So we're changing the name to Meet Me at McGuffins. <laughs> McGuffins, of course. <laughs> Our is, favorite bar. It's our favorite bar. It's the bar in every AMC movie theater. It's Meet Me at McGuffins. <laughs> MacGuffin, of course, the, the, the plot device that moves the, the, the movie forward. Um, so, Okay, Meet Me at MacGuffins. From now on, we'll be known as Meet Me at MacGuffins. I think it's going to bring us to the top of Google's search rankings. Oh, definitely. We'll be SEO champions. I'm sure lots of people are searching about MacGuffins. MacGuffins, yeah. AMC's it's, bar. It's just everyone's favorite place to meet and greet. It's like everybody knows your name. Everybody knows what movie you're going to see. You can get a giant overpriced standard draft beer. Yeah, you can get a, a, a $28 uh, Lagunitas IPA and just like... Goose Island, Green Line, blah, blah, blah. Forget your troubles, you know? Mm-hmm. Get hammered before you see Doctor Strange 2. Oh, the last time we were at a movie, we weren't at AMC. So I was all like, oh, I wonder what... Uh, where were we? Regal? wonder what Regal's version of of MacGuffins is and they didn't have anything there <laughs> they had nothing they had no. no no hooch in the whole place no. I even asked the pimply faced kid behind the counter where's the <laughs> hooch kid give me something I'm about to say Doctor Strange too okay <laughs> it's a rough ride going through the multiverse you know yeah uh, but hey we got other big news oh, don't miss us on the road <laughs> meet me MacGuffins live in 2022 is popping off we're going to be hitting the road. We'll be in Sandusky, Ohio on June 8th for the Roller Coaster Roast. 
We'll be at uh, Stinkfest on July 6th. Famous holiday, July 6th. And where's, where's that? Uh, that is in Gary, Indiana. Yeah, we're rolling through hell, Michigan, for Satan's Picnic Podcast Blast. <laughs> and we are going to be in an open field near Manitowoc, Wisconsin on August 10th. We're just going to be in a field, so come look for us on that date. And when we're in Sandusky, we're going to record while we're riding the Millennium Force yes. on a loop. So it's going to be a really great audio experience. Yes. If the Millennium Force doesn't work out, uh, we're going to move to the, uh, we're going to change venues to the Mine Ride because it's the world's most tepid roller coaster. <laughs> but check it out. Meet me at McGuffin's Live. <laughs> we're going to have swag bags. Swag bags. We're going to have... Uh, I like it. We're going to have a Chachki mobile. Who wants to get wasted? We're going to have uh, QR codes you can scan uh, to get to the webcam. That's kind of hot. That's kind of hot, yeah, to watch us in the C2R Hype House. You don't know anything? That's the wrong drop. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me for Guffin's Live. Meet me for Guffin's Live. <laughs> what is this? Are you trying to trick me? I guess we should get to the movie, huh? Well, we had an email to read, right? We did. Thank Let's you for reminding me. If you're not listening already, listen more. Listen, people everywhere. If there's a degree to which you can listen more, do it now. Um, I got a great email from a former coworker, uh, Kelly at at unnamed insurance company i will not name the company but she says jeff and angie you guys are hilarious what i am so glad i found your podcast i used to work with jeff we always told him he had a voice for radio a podcast is the perfect platform keep up the good work kelly thanks kelly that's so nice thank you kelly for listening that's very nice i have fond fond memories of of working there they were always very uh good people good people and good joke support in the cubicles with Got my contracts and licensing ladies. Yeah, we had some good laughs. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Really good joke support. <laughs> I'll never forget it. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Aww. You know what else makes me feel warm and fuzzy? What? The Babysitter's Club. Oh. Hmm, that's what movie we're talking about today. And The Babysitter's Club is based on a book series. And I used to read these books a lot. Um, I think it was the first book series I probably ever read behind, like, um novel like a, a book with chapters is that mm-hmm. a novel i don't know sure um because it was always you know berenstain bear books you know the kid books that you read but babysitter's club was the first like i needed a bookmark you know um i think at the same time i was probably also reading goosebumps were you reading goosebumps oh yes yeah okay goosebumps choose your own adventure and like this this knockoff of Choose Your Own Adventure that I can't remember the name of, but it was like a complete copycat. That's a nice story, Grandpa. Come on. <laughs> You're the only one who's read books when you were young? I've read books. I've been around longer. I've read more books. Okay. The Babysitter's Club movie debuted in August of 1995. Um, again, based on the book series of the same name. So it's about, the movie is about Christy and her six best friends who take their successful business, the Babysitter's Club, and turn it into a day camp, a day summer camp. Very industrious. Yes. However, the girls must band together to keep the dream alive when a next door neighbor threatens to have their business shut down. Oh, no. 
Um, and all of this happens over the summer while each club member faces her own personal challenges, including divorced parents, a discouraging diabetes diagnosis, Whoa. and a crush on an older boy. Just all the things that you're dealing with over the summers. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. What do you have in the way of fun facts? Have you done your research? Do you have facts? A little bit. Okay. Guess how many books are in the Babysitter's Club series. And don't look at the notes where I clearly have written it out. Uh, 25. Uh, 131. Holy crap. But you know what? 25 is a good guess. I think that's probably how many of the books I actually read. I definitely did not read 131 books. There's no way. This has been going for a while. This is like a decades long series, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Anne Anne Martin was the author. I think she was really involved in putting the movie together, if I remember correctly in my research. But yeah. So like that's that's a lot of... I mean, talking about content, that's churning out a lot of content. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, they were they were short little books. You know, they weren't terribly long, but still, they were they included chapters. They were novels. Yeah, I yeah. mean, literature is content. Everything it's... is content. Content contains all things. Yeah, and so I went. Our last episode was "She's All That" with Rachel Lee Cook, and I remember talking about, "Hey, I don't remember what other movies she was in." She was in this movie. Whoa. So we're doing her twice in a row, so I think we'll put her in the Hall of Fame. She's got to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But she's in this, and then the, I think the only other person you'll recognize is someone else that we've already featured. Who did? That is Larissa Olenek from uh-huh. 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh. Kat's younger sister. She's, uh, she's in this movie. And um, one of your favorites... Wow. Oof. Oh, shit. What's her name? Ellen Burstyn. Ellen Burstyn. Yeah, I'm never not entertained when Ellen Burstyn shows up. She yeah. is... My favorite. <laughs> One of, at least. <laughs> okay. So, um, actually, let me let me propose this question, and then I'm going to have a task for us to think about before we watch the movie, so I'll, I'll skip that. Yeah. But I did a lot of babysitting as a youngster. Mm-hmm. Did you ever babysit? Cuz I don't know. I mean, boys don't babysit usually. They're not I nurturing. never had a boy babysitter. They're not nurturers at least not at the early age. At 13. That a woman 14. is. But what is the definition of a woman? Angie, <laughs> I'd love to know. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I've never been a babysitter. I've been the babysitter. And I have some rough stories around that. But What's your favorite? My favorite rough story. Yeah. Um, I just, I can remember two instances where some motherfucking teenager drunk on power just wouldn't let me leave the couch. Like they took my parents, like maybe I was under the weather or something. And my parents were like, make sure he doesn't, you know, act up and, you know, he needs his rest. And the babysitter took that to mean, don't leave the couch. You can't get off the couch. I and they took that literally. Mm. And I felt like a prisoner and I was incarcerated. That's weird. And I would I, never do that. As I a will babysitter. hunt these people down now. They're probably in their 50s. <laughs> and I'm coming after you. You ever hear of a ritual killing? <laughs> you, if you've listened to this podcast, you know I hold a grudge. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Yeah. What was your second story? I was never a babysitter, but I I have this this memory of watching a kid at school 
let me take you back to the early 90s. It's, I'm there. Uh, St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in mm, Northville, Michigan. Not there. No, don't go there. You don't want to be there. Um, and I was tasked by somebody's mom to watch their kid during a function. Mm-hmm. I know this is very vague. And I remember chasing this kid around the school. He was really rambunctious. There was some sort of audit, like some sort of rehearsal going on in the gymnasium mm-hmm. for a play. Yeah. And this kid tears off into the gymnasium. And I'm chasing after him. Oh, God. And he runs in front of the stage where some sort of rehearsal is happening. He's bu- and, and between us... I thought you were going to say he was butt-ass naked because you said butt. He was butt-ass naked. The kid <laughs> loved to be nude. And he was taunting me with his little ding-a-ling. And I chased after him. And I remember running in front of a crowd of like older kids and chasing after this kid and like tripping and falling into some <laughs> chairs <laughs> and it was really awkward and it's it, it was like a scene from modern family <laughs> And this kid, he was like, he evaded my grasp, and I tripped, and I fell into these stacked chairs. It's what? it's that's all that's it, so like that's so goofy, so slapsticky. Yeah. It's it's all at once. It's a little foggy and also <laughs> burnt into my memory forever. Because like, why was I watching this kid? What was happening at the school? Why was there, uh, not an audition but a rehearsal? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things coming at you in this story. A lot of sensory uh, overload, mm-hmm. and I wonder if there's two or three stories mixed in together. But so not quite babysitting. Yeah. not quite babysitting, but traumatic all the same. I quit babysitting when I was like 16 because kids are really mean. They're the worst. Like kids that you're not related to. They're pushing boundaries. They're really mean. They're Especially fig- little girls. Little girls were really mean to me. They did not like me. Figuring out the world through mischief and aggression and poking at the boundaries of what they can get away with. Yeah. And it, it comes off as, oh, you're a psychopath. You're, you're a serial killer in the making. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I really hated it. I did not like it. It was not for me. Most kids suck. You don't hate children, do you? Why was I put in charge? I didn't know anything. I was 14. Right. It's it's insane to this me. This isn't Little House on the Prairie. Like, <laughs> you don't know how to stitch a kid up. You don't know how to, like, set a broken leg. Like, some kids, I think, went through, you know, CPR classes and stuff. I didn't do that. I think if I people in the, in the apps now, you know, the, the babysitter apps, like, you have to pass. I think you have to have, like, certifications and shit. But These I didn't know These people in the apps, I'm telling you. These kids today in their apps, they think they know it all. It was, oh, I was babysitting all these kids from church. So, like, you just... Gross. Just... Like, I I'm, I, I, was trying really hard to think about who was my favorite kid I babysat for. There had to have been one where I enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't remember anymore. All yeah. I remember are, like, the heathens that I was in charge for for four hours on Friday nights. Which is funny because it's through church. 
Yeah, exactly. They were terrible. That is a joke that I do understand. Because according to Christ Jesus, whatever you do, <laughs> you're forgiven. So these yeah. kids take that to me and, hey, I'm going to poke you in the eye. Yeah. Hey, hold my ferret. You know, he's he's he'll probably bite you, but... We'll all have a good laugh. Jesus loves you. Everyone else thinks you're an asshole. Yeah, I babysat some kids. I only sat for them once, and I'm sure this is probably why, but I think they had pet rats. Good God! Kill them. Gross. They should be drowned. I mean, I essentially said, without saying this directly, if you get your pet out of the cage while I'm here, I will murder everyone in this house, including the rat. Um, Mm -hmm. But I had this, like... It's just one memory. I think it was... Because sometimes my friend and I would like fill in for each other. Mm -hmm. I had a few people that I babysat for, you know, multiple times. But I only remember being at this house once. So it must have been a weird situation. Uh, So I got out of that real quick. Good. Good for you. Get out while you can. Ugh. Anyway. But... Ugh. That's what this movie's all about? Ugh. That's right. Ugh. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I loved the movie and the books. I just didn't like yeah. doing the task myself. Got so. it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, before we watch, with ensemble casts like this, you know, you always think about like, oh, am I a, a Rachel, Monica, or Phoebe? Am I a Carrie? Am I a Miranda? So when you're watching this, I want you to think, am I a Christy, a Mallory, a Claudia, a Marianne, a Dawn, a Stacy, or a Jesse? Got mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Can I answer the friend's question real quick? Sure. I, I figured this out the other day. I think, and tell me if I'm wrong, I think I'm 40% Ross. Okay. F- 40% Phoebe. Mm-hmm. 20% Chandler. That's a lot of information to get in 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. I think that's the absolutely correct friend's ratio for me. Yeah. I think I am 40% Rachel, 30% Monica, 20% Chandler, and 10%, I think, uh, f- there's some weirdness, Phoebe, a little bit of Phoebe. Yeah, just a, maybe just a, a smidge, hint. but but like more of the, uh, you know, the highest percentage is Rachel, I think. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. I just, I, I came to a realization that I'm more Phoebe than I ever thought. Mm-hmm. Just kind of spacey, mm-hmm. but amusing. It's just, it's really a part of my DNA. Yeah. But I've got a, I've, I've got some Chandler because I can turn it on. Yes. I can turn on the charm. Totally. When I need to. And I'm just I'm super sensitive. And you're so not else. a ladies man at all. So no. definitely not a Joey. No, not a Joey. You do like pizza though. I do like pizza. And sandwiches. Yeah. I want to go! It's tough. It, it is hard. But I want you to keep that in mind. There's seven characters in this movie. Think about who you're combining. It doesn't just have to be one because uh, that is very hard just to pick one. Obviously, we just went through that. But think about it. I will. Okay. All right. Let's watch The Babysitter's Club. This is Stacy. She's our club treasurer. She's good at keeping track of money. She's also good at spending it. Stace was raised in New York City. Sometimes she thinks she still lives there. That's Marianne. When we were little, we used to live next door to each other. She's kind of quiet, kind of serious. Why are we friends? 
They say opposites attract. <laughs> Why are Dawn's Marianne's stepsister. They do say that. She grew up in California. Dawn really cares about the environment. Yeah. Her biggest regret is that she wasn't born on Earth Day. Claudia's an amazing artist. She's really talented. I mean, you know anybody who could take a fork and a hammer and turn it into that? And of course, Mallory. She's a junior member of the club. She wants to be a writer. You okay? She started her novel when she turned 11 and is determined to finish it by the time she's 11 and a half. Wow. Jessie's Mallory's Vicious. best friend. She's 11 too and her other junior member. Jessie's motto is, why walk when you can dance? You know, we're more than just a club. We're friends, best friends. Oh, John, I heard that Alan Gray likes you. <laughs> likes her? Or like, like her? <laughs> that dweeb? Spare me. It doesn't matter anyway because I don't like him. Or like, like him. Something's <laughs> wrong here, you guys. School's out and I miss it. I know, it's not that I love it. It's just that we don't get to see each other every day. And we end up babysitting at different houses. Oh, my God. Something's wrong here. <laughs> it's in the news. Speaking of SNL, reminds me of uh, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying. I think this What's was the uh, Vanessa Barrett. Vanessa Barrett. This was Thank the you. blue. This was a blueprint for any like teen girl SNL sketch. Yes, it totally. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Cecily Strong with with headgear on. <laughs> yeah, right. Like yeah. this is this is where that comes from. Yep. And for that, I appreciate it deeply. Yeah, it had to come from somewhere. So. Yeah. We'll say it's this. Th- that background, those background vocals. Girlfriends. That's like, I feel like Maria Bamford's Netflix show had stuff like that <laughs> sprinkled in. Yeah. It's like just complete silliness yeah. uh, to push the proceedings forward. Yes. Okay. Well, I have a lot of thoughts. I haven't watched this movie in at least 25 years. Can I just say something? Uh-huh. They did babysit and it was a club. <laughs> She was all that. <laughs> oh, fucking take it easy. So I have like four big thoughts, and then I'll let you just kind of come in with yours. Big okay? thoughts for huge people who think a lot. Big thoughts. Yep. Big brains. Big brains. You and I do have big heads. So, yeah. So there's that. Yes. What are we even talking about okay so my first one was we kind of talked about it a little bit at the beginning like why is someone letting me 13 14 year old babysit their children like it's like it's pioneer days yes yeah anyways babysitting where children are responsible for babies Mm-mm. i always thought not was, having it always thought it was crazy as i got older that people put me in charge of their kids um the babysitter, the BSC girls are supposed to be 13, 13. And then the two junior members, you, you heard that in the transition clip. They're 11, 11. What a world. Wow. It's ludicrous to me, but. Ludicrous speed. Wow. My name is Christy. I'm the founding member of the babysitters club. I don't mean to brag or anything, but we're famous here in Stony Brook. Everybody knows us. That's because everybody uses us. You call one number and get connected to seven incredible babysitters. I mean, they were paving the way for care.com. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is now. Again, they're industrious. Mm -hmm. I I want them to succeed. I want their business. 
to succeed. It's kind of a good idea. <laughs> and that kind of leads me to my other point is watching this as an adult. Christy, the founder, yes, and like the you know the narrator throughout the movie had an insane amount of pressure for a thirteen-year-old. Let me explain. Uh, yeah, please. Okay, so first of all, she runs a business. She's running a business. Amazing. Um, she, in that scene, she makes a comment to her mom and it's her stepdad mm-hmm. about how much she does for her younger siblings. Yeah. They're like running around this big house. They can't find their like two young kids. And Christy knows they're in some like cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Can you don't know where your kids are in this giant house? Can I tell you what this reminds me of? What? Um, so listeners might know that I'm a, like, I don't know, what do you want to call it? Semi-retired musician. This is like when, you know, you're a 40 year old musician and you're swiping through Instagram and you see like some six year old kid playing the bass guitar, like Jacob Pistorius. <laughs> just like, man, some people just got it. Yeah. Um, this is, this is that in a business sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the best guitar player in the world. Yeah, self-taught, no lessons. Thank you very much, Pop. Throughout the whole movie, like, she's running the show. It's her business, and she's coming up with new ideas. I wish I could remember some of the plots of the books more, but I think it was kind of the same thing sprinkled through. Like, yeah. she was she was the businesswoman at 13. Mm-hmm. But she's also dropping a lot of, like, knowledge that yes. hits home today. You can tell somebody when you're ticked off. I mean, we can't let men get away with everything. Do you guys think I should have told him? What? Who? Luca. He doesn't know I have diabetes. So it's not like you have the flu or something. You can't catch it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that how they talk about diabetes. It's really hilarious. I remember that all throughout the books. Like, it was this huge thing. Like, she has diabetes. Oh, my God. Yeah, type type one, like the one you're born with, not... Not the American special <laughs> type two. Um, wow. Yeah. And not letting men get away with everything. I yes. know. Can we listen to that again? You can tell somebody when you're ticked off. I mean, we can't let men get away with everything. Yes. Preach, girl. It's why we're in the trouble we're in these I days, know. folks. Am I right, old white men? Men and dogs. But also... Isn't it great the way every time we come here, the burgers taste exactly the same? I like that. Something you can count on. She's very well-rounded. Like, that is a very sophisticated thing to say. Makes me think, you know, for you Michigan folks out there, for you Michiganders, makes me think of Bill Knapps. (laughs) The burgers always taste the same. The glorified meal deal always tasted the same. Yeah. I mean, it's how I feel about Culver's. Oh. I mean, it's it's just the best. It's the same thing every time. Nice. Watch out for our upcoming pop culture podcast, Meatball Salad, where we, you know, talk at length about food. We will talk oh a God. lot about... Isn't it great the way every time we come here, the burgers taste exactly the same? Yeah. Yes. So. That kind of vibe. Uh, but the biggest thing, I don't have any clips really to play, but the whole summer, Christy is sneaking around with her absentee father who shows right. back up in her life. She has to lie to everyone pretty successfully That's for right. the most for the basically the whole summer um 
there's a hilarious point where she he shows up to pick her up or something. She runs over to the car and all the girls are like think that it's her older new boyfriend. This guy's a bum. Like, who's that guy? Oh, it's really gross. It is gross. <laughs> like, ew. You what think is that guy is her boyfriend? She's I don't I don't understand. Flip it around, reverse the roles, and it's licorice pizza. <laughs> and it's gross. <laughs> it's gross. I don't like it. I would send licorice pizza back. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'd like a refund, please. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, I could go for some za. Third takeaway. Yes. We all know that 90s style fashion is having like the biggest comeback right now. and I love it. You... There's sprinkles of it, like, oh, I, I, I see those types of tops now a little bit yep. more, whatever. But everything head to toe with Mary Ann's look, uh, uh, Rachel Lee Cook's character, yep. is such a look right now. It's um, there's, there's this one scene where she's got this really straight, short bob. She's got, like, the round tortoise glasses. Oh, my God. And she's kind of wearing the... Um, like the nautical masculine clothing. Yes. Like kind of wearing a guy's, a more masculine shirt that's that's a little bit larger, fits her a little bit bigger. Wow. Painting a great picture. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. But it, you see it all throughout, but she's just got this really cool style. Yep. This very like blending the masculine and feminine lines. Yep. And it's so, it, it's this. It's a visual. I'll try to find. I'll try to get a screenshot. I looked, but I couldn't find the exact scene, so I don't know if I'll be able to get a screenshot. But she is in like a wood panel family room on the phone. She's got the, the glasses on, the wood cute paneling. haircut. It's so like I. I want the whole look. We could we could stop the podcast right now, drive mm-hmm. to Logan Square, and <laughs> see that look. Yeah. <laughs> walking down the street. Yep. Some twenty three year old will be wearing that. Look. Totally. My God, darling. What is that? The color's wrong. The color's wrong. The material's a nightmare from hell. Um, but it's it's really fun when you kind of see someone, like, head to toe, like, yes. Someone needs all of that. It's yep. just perfect. It's like the eyeglass styles from uh, Halt and Catch Fire. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is what I want. And with her, like, short little bob, like, she just looks so cute. Yeah. It's so a that, look. That was fun. Or a Luke. How do you pronounce L-E-W-K? Luke. I'm a 40-year-old white man. I'm sorry. 40-year-old cisgender white man. I apologize. That's all right. For being in your presence. Okay. Being white is the best every time I open a fruited sour I get reimbursed with Bitcoin. So it doesn't even matter. Let's jerk off to 4chan. Be gone, honky. Now we're going to get to my like least favorite thing about this movie. The entire... <laughs> The entire Stacy and Luca story. Okay. <laughs> Luca, okay. Yes. Yes. Luca. Um, I remember Luca. Yes. Yes. So there's a couple. There's a couple boys in this movie. So Logan. Boys, 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 yes. and they're boys in cars. Yep. Boys, boys, but sorry. Logan is in. Uh, wow. Logan is in the in the books quite a bit because. He is Marianne's boyfriend, so he shows up a lot in the books. And he kind of, like, he's not part of the Babysitter's Club, but he's, like, adjacent. You hear a lot about him. You kind of, you, I 
feel like I remember liking him just as like a an additional member of the whole crew. Okay. Oh, you were into it. Yes. Okay. It was yeah, it was yeah. Cool, cool, cool. It was cool, good. Cool. It was a good storyline, I think. All right. So Luca shows up on the scene. He's on the some, seventh floor, right? Uh he's some Oh shit, how does he show up in the movie? He's some exchange student or something cousin of someone that stacy babysits for i think something like that who cares i don't recall i don't recall but he is 17 she is 13 and it's kind of like this little love interest throughout the whole movie and it's really gross it's yucky yeah like when i was 13 oh my god at 13 17 (laughs) is middle age like you don't know any better yeah you see an older person yeah. Like 13 is you're still in middle school and this person's about to graduate high school. It was a lifetime away at that age. Developmentally, it is it's a, super a, a, a major uh, crevasse like between you and that person. The whole storyline is super gross. Why don't you go out with me Saturday? No. We could go to the movies, so if nothing is planned, you could show me around Stony Brook. And he's got this weird ass accent that's so, I don't, I don't know where he's from because. He also doesn't know I'm only 13. So Gross. he's 17. That's ancient. Yeah. Christy. He's a poet. He drives. He's a musical genius. He's been to Europe. He's from Europe. He is from the <laughs> continent of Europe. We don't know where. That's as, that's as narrowed down. That's as narrowed down as it gets. Moldova. We don't know. <laughs> Moldova. Get it right or pay the price. We don't know. Chinovia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. No. And who does he sound like to you? Uh, I'll let you make this connection. I, you shouldn't have any secrets from me, <laughs> Tommy. What's up? Why don't you go out with me? Why don't you go out with me Saturday? What? I'm so glad I have you as my best friend, <laughs> and I love Lisa so much. Yeah, you know, it just, just, just like blanket Eastern European. Yeah, we don't know. We don't yeah. need to know. We'll never know. Yeah, that kind of thing. But I love that Christy claps back. Like he's been to Europe. He's from Europe, guys. I think yes. that's funny. She's very smart. She's very smart. Um, and speaking of accents. So the kid who plays Logan is definitely not American. You try too hard to impress him. He's supposed to be American. You try too hard to impress him. <laughs> but that's what you told me to do. Well, don't try so hard. He but got you it said there before, a little bit. Whatever you do, don't be yourself. Alan, you think if you were yourself, <laughs> she'd like you? I don't know. That's such sad advice, too. <laughs> That's why kids are like, <laughs> that's why we turned out so shitty when yes. we grew up. <laughs> yes. Is he, is he un-American or is he doing a voice he has no control over? Like, I don't know. Maybe is he trying to be Robert De Niro in his own childlike mind? Maybe he's, cause so Stony Brook is Connecticut. Yes. Stony Brook is probably made up. So maybe this kid, Coast. maybe this kid is from somewhere else and is trying to do like a sophisticated Connecticut East Coast accent, but it just comes out as you try too hard to impress him. Like that sounds British to me. Can you play it again? Is it Tom you try Holland? Too hard to impress him. <laughs> you're wrong, and you think you're right. I'm Tom Holland. Yeah. 
Can you play it again, please? I'm yes. sorry. You try too hard to impress him. I think he's just a dumb shit kid trying to do an East Coast accent. <laughs> and Wait, I want to see where he's from. Let's 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 do some googling. I I'm think it's worth in, it. I'm gonna put in the drop from First Kid where there's typing. Oh, Austin O'Brien. Okay, Austin. Austin, where are you from? Ooh, he is from Eugene, Oregon. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He sounds American. That's he's amazing. Just, he just, he's from the opposite coast. <laughs> That's funny. That's great. Okay. Um, he was in My Girl 2. Do you recognize him? Yuck. I did recognize okay. him. Okay. I couldn't remember. I think he's in some wow. other Disney s- wow. stuff. I don't know. It surprised me. Oh, yeah. He is from... You try too hard to impress He's from Oregon. <laughs> he's he's trying to be Al Pacino That's the best. in Godfather One, but it's not working because he's uh, fucking fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what the, what's with all the commotion? What's this commotion? Explain to me what's with the commotion. Oh, okay, but back you know to what? Luca. I, can I just pause it? Look at us. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> this episode's a lot of fun between the two of us. Between my lovely wife and me. Are you drunk? You know, we're always laughing, you and me. It's great. Okay, but here's this. Let's let's keep talking about how Luca's gross. Thirteen! <laughs> Can you stop saying that? I just can't believe you're only thirteen! Stop screaming in my ear. <laughs> you know, I thought maybe you weren't quite sixteen. But I never imagined you were only thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, but before that. That night, Stacey's dad dropped them off at a teen club downtown to meet Luca and his friends. <laughs> A teen a club in New York City. They are downtown New York City at a teen club. Disgusting. The fuck? I've been to some teen clubs. Me too. They suck. They they sucked. They're real bad. I followed my my one of my best friends to this like underground, quote unquote, underground music club. Oh god. It, it was a mosh pit. Gross. And I was wearing like a J Crew button up. And he was like wearing like a vintage like velvet suit and I got pulled into the mosh pit. Oh no. And I had to fight my way out. Mommy's special little prince should not have been there. Mommy's special little prince got some blood on him that day. I'm having a good time. Not. (laughs) Okay, so we've established it's gross. 13, 17, it's all weird. However, now we're going to talk about Stacy's mom. Stacy's mom. Got it going on. Yeah. All throughout the movie, Stacy's mom is clearly in love with Luca. So mm. um, she is definitely okay with sorry, sorry. her baby child dating someone baby child. who you make my di- yeah, come on. has been driving for over a year. Um and they kind of have this like after the third Thirteen. After this whole shenanigans, when he finds out that he's dating a ch- a, a baby, a baby child, um, he he tries to come and apologize, and this is this is what we get. Stacy, honey, Lucas outside. Tell him I'm not here. This prison yard harmonica. You know you'll feel a lot better if you go out there and talk to him. Oh. No, I won't. Honey, he's called six times. The least you could do is hear what he has to say. Why? Mom? He's pretty good on that thing. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. He's actually playing it. <laughs> yes. Jesus. He's outside. Effing Christ. And mom is like. He's pretty good on that thing. Uh, She wants to F his brains Mom's out. Mom's about to slip and slide down <laughs> out of whatever chair she's in. God, I want to lick your skin off. <gasps> it's doesn't work for me. I don't remember being this enraged as a child watching this. Um, it's like, ooh, older boy. Oh, my. But it is really gross. It's yucky. It's yucky, icky, messy. Okay. It's 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 four-day-old licorice pizza. <laughs> I like that we're finally getting our thoughts on licorice pizza out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate that movie. Okay. Yeah. I'm the only gonna, thing I liked about it are the clothes. I'm not going to root for the smelly, pimply 15-year-old kid to hook up with the 20-something. Sorry. Sorry. I know that was the- I only liked, uh, I only liked her clothes. I know movie. it was the style at the time. <laughs> I feel hot in my pants. Yeah, trees, tomato sauce, bread. Can't beat that combination. Those are my main thoughts. Did you have anything else? I've got a couple more things that didn't fit into anything that will just play some drops. Uh, all I can say is- completely out of her mind you know where i'm going <laughs> you know where i'm going when ellen burston shows up i cannot help but snap to attention i'm emily haberman i'm your neighbor i live next door oh hi mrs haberman sometimes i see you in your garden a little while ago i was nearly asphyxiated by a smelly stinking disgusting projectile and i frankly have had enough that's Music. <laughs> I love it. Completely out of her mind. It's bebop. It's beautiful. <laughs> just like Ed Harris, whenever Ed Harris shows up, I'm just like, oh, huh? mm. she's got that grip on me. She's yeah. so wonderful. Marvin Claus. Marvin Claus. Jesus Christ. Again, back to the 90s style. Mauve is coming back in a big way. I love it. We've I got a lot it. of mauve in our bedroom, but it's fun. It's fun to see that stuff. You know what's prime. really fun? In Chicago, excuse me, in Chicago, mm -hmm. to go to like an old Italian restaurant that's been there for decades. Yeah. To go in there and the decor hasn't changed yeah, since 1995. Fun. And now it's cool again. Yeah. That's pretty fun. You feel like you're inside a time capsule and it's neat. Yes. And this there, movie's a 90s time capsule. There is ravioli there as well. Mm. Usually breadsticks. Mm. The other thing I thought about when they were at the summer camp, everyone had their plastic lunch boxes. You know, like the very like bare bones plastic with the thermos inside. You're saying C2R should have lunch boxes. Obviously. Obviously. Can you tell me uh, what plastic lunch box oh, you had? Oh God. Oh shit. I can picture it. It was it was sky blue, baby blue. Uh huh. Smurfs? Oh, God. Was it Smurfs? Smurfs? They had a sky blue one. I remember it. <sighs> was it Smurfs? Was it Care Bears? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Care Bears. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Care Bears. It might have been Care Bears. It's probably Care Bears. Or it could have been the real Ghostbusters. Yeah. Because there was a knockoff Ghostbusters cartoon that came out with like a monkey in it. Oh, God. I could picture the... The, the outer fringes of the lunchbox. Mm -hmm. It was Star Wars. <laughs> I'm telling you now, 
It was Return of the Jedi Star Wars. It was light blue, not like black or something? I think it was just an arbitrary choice. Oh. Yes, hi, hello, this is Karen, the artificial intelligence that edits every episode of Cruel to Rewind. The lunchbox that Prince Jeffrey is trying so hard and failing to remember is based on Star Wars, Droids, The Adventures of R2-D2 and C-3PO, a 1985 animated television series spin-off from the original Star Wars trilogy. The lunchbox was in fact sky blue, so Prince Jeffrey still gets a nice big participation trophy. Ha ha, I'm Karen, I am Karen, I am Karen, I am Karen, 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 Karen. I think I'm I'm having a hard time remembering exactly, but I feel like it, I either had a Beauty and the Beast or Aladdin. Oh, wonderful. De- it was definitely wonderful merchandise. It was <laughs> definitely a Disney movie one. Yeah. But like, I can't quite, I can't see it that clearly. I don't know if I'm getting it confused with the Burger King glasses, Uh. but I think it it was some Disney movie. What is that movie? I think it's time for a game. Let's go, baby. So. Sorry. Let's let's play the game. Yeah. Don't say that to me. Gross. I mean, it is the C2R hype house. Sure. I'm trying to be young. Okay, we we talked about, Jeff, how you don't have a lot of direct babysitting experience. So no. I thought it would be interesting to run through some scenarios. And I want to know how you would handle these babysitting situations. Um, some of these scenarios were pulled from my imagination. Mm-hmm. Actual things that happened to me. All right. And Reddit. Ooh. Okay. Yikes. I found a few. What's coming my I way? I found a couple. So... You know, in this situation, there's no right or wrong answer. All right. But there are better and worse answers. I'll do my best. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. Let me stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And I I want to encourage you for right answers this time. So if you get. (laughs) Right. If I'm going to. If it's a good answer, so we'll give you a point. You're going to get a. Smelly, stinking, disgusting. That's a good answer. My girl. My girl. A bad answer is... <laughs> okay? I get it. You don't want to hear that too many times. Okay? Oh, yeah. It makes me feel yucky. Yeah. So I'm sure right now you're like... Me? I can't. I have to study. There's no stud- There's no time to study. No. We're, go- we're diving right into this. Okay? Let's get busy. All right. Oh, shit. Is that from the Maria Bamford Netflix series? It's not. <laughs> well, it ought to be. All right. So I've got uh, I've got five scenarios for you. Okay, we're gonna go through these. Let's let's go pretty quick. I'm gonna read it. Let's I do want it. Rapid fire, I want to know fire, what you fire. think. Okay. Um, first scenario. Yes. You're watching a kid, and they lock you into the walk-in pantry. Yes. What do you do? How do you escape? I kick the door. I'm 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 big for my I'm. I'm more stocky than you expect. I'm going to kick that door open. And I'm going to... Smelly, stinking, disgusting. I'm going to scare the shit out of those kids. Yeah. I think that's the correct answer. This is a true story. Uh, My friend and I teamed up to babysit these two... They weren't twins. They were like uh, uh, Irish twins. They were like... Five and six. This sounds like a Marvel comic in the making. They're very close in age. teamed up to babysit these twins. Okay. The mom paid really, really well, so... It was beneficial to us be- to like babysit them together and then split it because it was it was a really good hourly rate, and these two girls were demon children, so we didn't like babysitting them by ourselves. Oh my god! 
So uh, one of them, big pantry, locked my friend in there. I don't remember how we got her out. We probably like did the bobby pin thing. Is this problem child two or yeah. your life? It was the worst. And it's definitely like one of the reasons why I stopped babysitting was from these two demon sisters. Okay. Good answer though. Just kick it down. Who cares? It's dangerous. I'm I, I, I'm a dense person. Like I can sucks. kick my way through a door. Yeah. Uh two. The parents tell you, help yourself to anything in the kitchen, in the fridge, when they leave. And you notice that there's a full chocolate cake, uncut, untouched, in the fridge. What do you do? I'm not touching that cake. I'm too polite. Smelly, stinking, disgusting. They probably forgot it was in there. It's probably for some function the next day. You can't. You can't go into that cake. It's going to haunt me. Yeah. But I'm not going to touch it. Yeah. Is that Midwestern nice? I can't tell. Probably. All right. Okay, the kids are asleep. You still have a couple hours to go before the parents are home, so you're just hanging out. They didn't tell you you couldn't use the brand new top-of-the-line family computer in the den. What do you do? I'm not going to touch it out of panic. What? I'm not going to touch it. You're not going to get an AOL? I don't want the adults to be mad at me. If I'm at at the babysitting age. You know what? No, you get on that computer. You know they have good internet connection. You can log on for a little bit and see what's happening with your the, friends. I don't have the book of HTTP addresses. <laughs> like, I got to sign into Prodigy. I got to look into, you know. You use that computer. What AOLs. For sure. I That's mean, the benefit of going to someone else's, like, nicer, bigger house. Let me tell you. I'm going to use it locally. I'm going to play Minesweeper. I'm going to play Solitaire. You got to use the internet. That The correct answer was use the internet. Okay. Sorry I failed you. You're babysitting a five-year-old, a 10-month-old, plus there's a family pet because two kids isn't enough. Five-year-old is maybe starting to get sick, maybe puking. Baby is screaming, has to be held. Dog is starting to eat the puke on the floor. Chaos. What do you do? Uh, There's a scene from The Simpsons where Homer starts running around in a circle on the floor on his side going that's what I do okay. smelly stinking disgusting I love you Ellen that's a good answer yep all right the parents tell you Mackenzie will go right to sleep after you read her a book no problem she'll go right to bed you're going on 90 minutes now trying to get this little bleep to sleep what do you do hmm hmm Mackenzie, the same name as one of our interns. Did I babysit her when she was young? That's interesting. Um, what do I do? 90 minutes of trying to get her to sleep. I'm going to pull. I'm going to look through the house for a box fan, put on some white noise, and try to read whatever story I'm reading slower than I was reading it and just Slow everything down. There's white noise. Kid, you're going to sleep on my watch. <laughs> no, the correct answer was cut up that brand, that new... Skip. <laughs> the correct answer was take a piece of that beautiful chocolate cake and give it to her. Let her... Uh, 
just stay up. Whoa, hang on. Yeah, you know what? The parents, you you lied. You said that she was going to bed easily. She is not. You tried for 90 minutes. So the cake? So you're giving her the cake and saying, I didn't know what else to do. This is all she wanted. The parents will come home with a wire child. They have to deal with it. The cake from Correct earlier. Answer. The yeah. cake from earlier is in the universe of this question. Yep. I didn't know it was a shared universe. It's a multiverse. I didn't know it was MCU motherfucking babysitting <laughs> questions. All right. All right. Fine. I messed up. Now, poopy. And so you got. Uh, what did I get? You got three out of five. So that's a C minus. Story of my college career. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Smelly, stinking, disgusting. Let's get Okay, thanks for playing. Angie's babysitter, was, babysitting adventures. It was fun. Good. Okay, so final, well, I'm sorry, two more questions to go. One question. Who are you? <clears throat> what are you? I'm Batman. I'm the Batman. In the BSC universe, who oh, are you? Oh, not in my dreams? Right. Every night. Okay, yeah. I'm lawful neutral. Sorry, that's Dungeons and Dragons. I'm sorry. Um, of the characters of this movie, yes. amongst those folks, yes, those fine folks, I think I'm. Mm, I think I'm half Mallory, half Claudia. Okay, so Mallory's more even keeled, kind of quiet. Claudia's the artsy one. Yes, that's what you're feeling like. Me, I can't. I have to study. That's Claudia. Really? Yeah. Me? I can't. I have to study. That's never been me. <laughs> well, because she's in summer school and she has to pass a class to Ugh. go to the next grade because she failed uh, okay, that sounds like science me. or something. Okay, that's probably me. Yeah. That was me in college. Yes. So I think I'm half Mallory, half Claudia. And I think- I stick by it. I, I said it. I can't let I, it go. I think I'm half Christy, half Mallory, because mm. there is a take charge part of me, but there's mm-hmm. also like a go with the flow, yes. a little quieter, maybe a little bit more introverted. Yes. Yes. Hi. Hello. This is Z2R intern Mackenzie leaving you a voice memo from summer vacation. Queen Bee is meant to say that she is more like Marianne, not Mallory, LOL. Personally, when I first met her, she struck me as more of a Frasier or a Kramer. But- if I'm in a group setting, there's a lot of times where I might have to take charge because Got it. others are, are less of a Christie than I am, so I have to be the Christie. Got it. Yes. You know what I mean? I agree with that. I, so. I had to pick Mallory because I, I write for a living, and part of me is always like clawing for order in my life, mm-hmm. so I have to mm-hmm. uh, associate with her. All right. We figured it out, folks. And now we have to move on to the question that everyone has been waiting with bated breath to hear the answer to. Jeff. Yes? The question I, the last, the final question I have for you is would it be cool or cruel to rewind the Babysitter's Club? This changed during the course of our recording. Uh, Because Ellen Burstyn is in it, (laughs) because I love the- Jesus Christ! uh, Because I love the industriousness- of these young women. It's cool. <laughs> Honey, I'm so happy. 
Wow. Um, I did not expect that because, like, I don't really want to watch it again, so you might be watching it by yourself. If you had it on and I walked in the room, I would do a little dance out of excitement. <laughs> You'd be like, Listen, people everywhere. Oh, na, 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 hey. Yes, I would. I would be like, ho na 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 hey, ho na 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 ho, mecca like a high. What is this? Oops. What are you doing? Sorry. What are you fucking doing? All right, you little maggots, now line up. Time to go over the rule. That was me at my the end of my babysitting days. That's from this movie? No, that's from Don't Tell My One the Babysitter's Dead. Jesus, God. <laughs> TV rots your brains, yeah. that whole thing. Yeah. Your little maggots now line up. Time to go over the rules. Excuse me? Are you serious? You can't <laughs> run a tight ship without rules. Now move! And our thoughts and love and prayers. You your brains. You, I just said it. And our <laughs> thoughts and love and prayers are with uh, 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 Christina Applegate as she battles MS. Oh, I know. That makes me so sad. I love She's her so the sweetest. Much. I love She's her. She's so funny. That, that surprises me, but it's fun. Uh, you know. Yeah, it it changed. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say get this shit out of here. Yeah, but like, it, it's the '90s aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It's the industriousness, starting a business. I love hearing your stories about babysitting. <laughs> it makes me feel closer. My horror stories to you. So in the course of recording this, it became cool. I love it. It's great. I love it. All right. Well, we had a lot of fun recording this episode. Send us an email at cruel to the number two rewind at gmail.com. Leave us a message at Um, I'm not gonna beg, you know, rate us if you want. We appreciate you listening. It takes one click on spotify to give us some stars to make us be more legit so can you please take two seconds it's the easiest you don't even have to write anything it's the easiest thing you'll do that day but i'm not gonna beg i don't i don't care i appreciate you listening and follow us everywhere at the c2r network okay thank you so much for listening don't forget to take your vitamins make a new friend work out twice a day and remember the Sean Khan. What star? Stay cruel out there. And happy rewinding. If you want to run, if you want to jump, you got to get your left and right ventricles to pump. Through the heart, the center of it all. Surprise. <laughs> yep. You might just fall down to the ground, which will cause you pain. Okay, baby.